Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by James Spangler. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. That story shows listeners supported. Join the club and get bonus content and more at patreon.com slash that story show. Hi, this is Daniel J. Lewis, and it's James's birthday. Happy birthday to James, who podcasts and games. Happy birthday to James. And this is that story show. Hey! <laughs> This is that story show, people. Hey, who was cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this lady's house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, how you doing, podcast people? This is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 307, brought to you the week of August 8th, 2019. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and I'm the birthday boy because today is my birthday. Woo-hoo, happy birthday, James. And my good uh, friend is here. Yes, that's right. I'm John, and I love to wish my best friend happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday to me. Yeah. You know what? Since oh. it's my birthday, I'm going to do something that I want to do that somebody else didn't want me to do. All right. Does that make sense at all? Well, it will you shortly. are going to do something you want to do that somebody else did not want you yeah, to do? Yeah, they said, do not read this on the show. Oh, well, you do it because so, you're the birthday boy. I'm going to read gum. this on the show just to let you guys know the kind of stuff that I get in the, in the email. I'm not going to say who wrote it, and that way they can't get really mad. But when yeah. you write stuff to me, you're writing to a real person. And it says, why won't you bring Trevor back in all caps? Uh, how many years has it been? How long has it it's been? Been a while. It's been a uh, while. Wow. Does this person from the past? I don't know. She said, but if you bring Trevor back, please put him in the third or second chair. And, oh, you know, those are the only other two chairs available, by the way. But right, will, right. will you also do an episode with Trevor and Corey and Sean? And will you... <laughs> Will you be Dr. Phil to Sean and Trevor? Also, take away the starting song, It's Stupid. Love you guys <laughs> from someone I won't name. Oh. My response, not a very nice email. Trevor has been off the show for many years and in, and has had success doing his own podcast. We had him back this year in a past episode, and it was quite a bit of fun. I don't know who Corey and Sean are. I think I know who Sean is, but not Corey. Yeah, Sean's the one in the elevator with yeah. Trevor. There is a bit I don't understand that you've written, and then you insulted my opening theme. 
I suggest you start your own podcast. That way you can make it exactly how you'd like it to be. That's what I did. It was a show that I didn't like that caused me to start my own since I thought I could do better. Best of luck to you, James Kennison. (laughs) You think that was a nice way to respond to that bull crap? It was good. (laughs) <laughs> but it could have been better. I could have done better. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I was referencing uh, yeah. last week's show, actually, one of your stories. Oh, no, wait, that's right. Flap. Sorry. Way, way, way again. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. It's no, no, good. that was good. That was a nice, very kind response. Yeah. I like uh, to be nice. Yeah. But I wanted to say, you know, who the heck are you? You know, but whatever. Right. My, my song is stupid. Which one? We've done several over the years. If you're back there in 1998, then I don't know what you're listening to. So Yeah. Uh, One of them was written by Linkin Park. And I mean, I can understand because they're, what are they doing now? I don't know. I don't know. Probably, probably gearing up to sue us. I don't know. Oh, that might be. Oh, yeah. Keep it down. Keep it on down low. Uh, Anyway, it is my birthday. I am 46 today. 40 46. stinking six. I am Have over you blown the out the candles yet? I have not. There, I, I, I'm actually on a diet. I'm doing a keto diet. I've been yeah. doing it for like two months. And uh, awesome. my, my daughter has spent most of the day making keto-friendly uh, delicacies for me. Oh, I have, a good kid. I have a cookie that I can eat, one cookie a day. Um, that she made and she made me some coconut milk ice cream. Yeah. Which is amazing. I got to sample that and there's more to come this morning. I woke up to blueberry muffins that were made of mostly eggs. Um, and they were really, really, really good. Uh, I had four of them (laughs) and that's what I love about the keto diet is I can still eat. I just, uh, I I just can't eat a lot of things. So. Yeah, well, just stuff with sugar and stuff with carbs in it. Right, but, you know, exactly. That, you're you're good. I'm, I'm, but that means no, uh, no frozen custard, no bread, uh, no cereal in the morning. There have been some sacrifices, but it's worth yeah. it. I'm I'm down like 16 pounds. So nice. Um, Congrats. No problem, man. I'm I'm the smallest I've been in years, but. You can't really tell yet. You know, you got to lose about 30 pounds before people notice that you're not as fat as you were, especially (laughs) when you're as fat as I am. So, uh, but I notice, I notice when I try to put my pants on. Yeah. And And you feel better too, right? I do because I can actually snap the two parts of the pants together in the front. (laughs) Whereas before... That cutting off circulation. I, I had to like lay on the bed and, and I had to get other people involved. And there was mechanical objects like wrenches and things that I had to pull <laughs> the two sides together. No, no lube. No lube. Uh, oh. <laughs> clean show. <laughs> oh, well, hey, no. I don't want what. Okay. <laughs> I love putting you over a barrel. It's so great. Anyway, um, we always start with a story, and so that's what we're going to do. This one's called Nice Camper. It's from Fred. He says, here's something that occurred a few years ago. When I was in college, my roommate and best friend bought himself a used camper. The camper Mm. was a good 15 years old, but still in really good shape. He could not wait to try it out, so we towed it to Stone Mountain Park in the middle of December. Is that Stone Mountain, the Georgia Stone Mountain? 
That's the only one I know of, yeah. but that's, you know, here in Georgia. Yeah, that's crazy. So That's cool. He could not wait to try it out. So we towed it to Stone Mountain Park in the middle of December. We got everything set up and I was sitting outside in we were sitting outside in lawn chairs talking when a brand new motor coach pulled in and parked a few spaces down for us. The owner hits a button and the thing starts leveling itself out. Then the triple slide outs were moved into position. Short while later, the owner of this palace on wheels walked up to the office on his way back. My friend called out to him, complimenting on him on his motorhome. And the man looked at him and said, thanks. Maybe someday you'll have a nice camper too. Oh. And this really hurt my friend's feelings. Man. And from under his breath, I heard him murmur, but I have a nice camper. Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks and keep up the funny, story? Fred. Do you, do you want to redo it? You want to redo well, yeah. it? Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me find the button because we have to play the, the redo button. Here we go. All right, well, tell us what really happened, John. So the guy said, hey, thanks. Someday you'll have a nice camper, too. And this hurt my friend's feelings really bad. And under his breath, he said, you won't have a nice camper for long, buddy. Oh, a f- uh, little arson, you know. <laughs> the next day, he woke up and only two of the slide outs worked. Speaking of arson. The self-leveling device turned into an ejection seat. <laughs> Speaking of arson. My son's middle school and elementary school, it's a, it's a combined school. Uh, they have an arson policy as really in their discipline, uh, in the handbook. I was, I was, I was very, very curious <laughs> as to why you, you sit down and think, okay, what are all the things that we need to be prepared to discipline? And, uh, you know, how many, how many points do we take off? How many, how many circles <laughs> do we put around their name on the chalkboard? How much playtime do we take away? <laughs> What 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 table do they sit at during lunch if they commit arson at school? <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm my kids at the right school or not because yikes! If uh, if there's if, if 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 it's not a stiff discipline policy, I didn't read it. I should have. <laughs> yeah, then because you know how Jay's feeling about fire. Right? Yeah, he's, I, he, like he's a cheese kicker. You can't trust that fool. And uh, <laughs> so if, if I, I didn't see a cheese kicking policy, but I bet you if I see, I imagine that the arson policy is based on something that happened and they're like, okay, we don't have a policy to deal with this situation that included somebody lighting something on fire. So we need to now write a policy about that. And that is arson. So, mm. um, once my son's been there a year, I guarantee you next year I'll be looking through that manual and there'll be a cheese kicking uh, cheese kicker uh, policy. <laughs> is that like a, a, a euphemism cheese kicking or is that? No, he literally kicked cheese. He, I feel like I heard that one. Yeah. I told us as a story, he, he was, um, for those of you that may just not know what the heck I'm talking about, like John, um, he was in elementary school. Things. He's a good boy. He never gets in trouble, never gets in timeout, never gets warnings, nothing. He's very, very good. It, the only times he's ever gotten in trouble is randomly like his dad. And right. uh, I've told stories before in the past of the times I've gotten in trouble, and it's just been random happenstance and things I couldn't have controlled. 
or didn't realize I was doing wrong. And uh, Jay was at the um, at, at the lunch table, and underneath the um, table, kids somebody had dropped a piece of pizza, and so a series of children start to kick the pizza down the table right. underneath. And eventually the cheese comes off separate from the pizza as it tends to do. And Jay, when it got to him, he did what 15 other kids in front of him had done and he kicked it, but he's the one that got caught and he had to sit in the timeout table, which as it turns out, he loved because he had a nice quiet lunch. He said, <laughs> see, <laughs> good kids react poorly because they just need a break. Yeah. Maybe my son's behavior was rewarded instead yeah. of thwarted. So, hmm. yeah. Reminds me of the time I went to in-school suspension, but that could be a different story for a different day. No, tell it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's in my Christian show. school that I went to, I uh, I amassed amount enough demerits to, to, to earn. Doing what? school suspension. Well. What did you do? <laughs> You're a perfect uh, Johnny Angel. What the freak? <laughs> trying to think what I did. So we had a pretty strict policy about not um, kissing girls. Well, yeah, that's true. But I, I don't know that I ever got caught for that. <laughs> I don't think I did. Um, but I, I, I remember, I think... I burped in class once out loud or something, <laughs> not necessarily intentionally, I but doubt it, it was just, a burp, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I, I, I disturbed class. Okay. Uh, I don't even remember what grade it was. So I it was really piddly should. stuff. I mean, you, so. you didn't yeah. commit arson or anything. No, no, no arson. I, okay. and they didn't wipe the slate clean. And, and I think what actually put me over the demerit, you know, threshold uh, for ISS was um, I don't think I, said my bible verse or something like that like john i i, I remember because we had to we had to memorize verses and uh i think this was like 10th grade i think it was no it was 11th grade um no no 10th sorry i yeah. just remembered yeah and um i didn't say my bible verse so i got put in 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 school suspension basically to to work off the demerits and uh it was great because i got to sit in a room by myself the whole time and do my work, and I got ahead. <laughs> it was awesome. It was good for you, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of Christian school, my son is not going. He's going from a Christian school to a public school, which is very different, and, and it's very free. Um, but it's it's built and put together and, and seems a lot like a private school, just the way it's really? a community-based thing. Everybody lives in the neighborhood, that kind of stuff. Um, but he is so thrilled and I don't know what I've done wrong with my son, uh, because he's like, it's going to be great. And there's no Bible and, uh, <laughs> no, no, no memory verses. And I'm like, what have we done wrong here that we've made Bible? And, and I realized very quickly that if they had had no history, he would have been just as excited about that. It wasn't that it's oh, yeah. Bible specifically. It's just, it's one less thing that they absolutely won't be teaching, you right. know, at this school. So he's very right. happy. So well, if they took out recess, he wouldn't be happy. No, no, they, they have recess that. every day at his school. They are very uh, hipstery at his school. Like you can't bring snacks that don't have nutritional value. Wow. Yeah. So that's wow. Fun. And it's a public school. Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah, they have policies on everything, including arson, if I haven't mentioned that yet. So. <laughs> well, uh, soon coming, cheese kicking. Cheese kicking is uh, punishable by death. Uh, weekly rewind time. Rewinding. My son asked me today, what did that, or yesterday, what does that say backwards? <laughs> he's not on the Discord. No, server, huh? no, he's not. And and I figure I might as well go ahead and just tell folks. It says something to the effect of, hey, you were smart enough to figure out to run this backwards. <laughs> That's pretty much all it says. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, gotta, yeah. Gotta love it. You, you're smart enough to run it backwards and find out what it says. I think is all it all it says. So, hey, speaking of smart enough, did you see that guy on Smarter Every Day uh, that Destin had on not too long ago? He he could like say he could say things backwards. No. Oh, it's super cool. You got to look at it. It's oh, a video. Well. He would he would just like uh, he say, "All right, say this backwards," and then he would like test the threshold of how good he could say things backwards so he would record it and then play it forwards kind of deal right he record it and then he would play that recording backwards that's nuts it, it's really really wild i know how to say um, praise the lord backwards <laughs> yeah yeah because i i don't know i just memorized it i it was back in the day when my mom was all freaked out about backward masking and i'm like i'll show her <laughs> you did it i'll learn to worship the lord like the devil <laughs> You know, <laughs> so yeah, it's Edril C. Siege. And it, so if you play that backwards, Edril C. Siege, it'll say, Jesus is Lord. It sounds like that. Wow. That's cool. Uh, anyway, I don't know what, what that has to do with rewinding the week, but here is rewinding. Here is my um, story from the last seven days or so. Uh, it's actually from the week before that because last week was a best of show and we got a lot of good feedback on that. So yeah, yeah. that was a good show. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, going back and visiting a friend, you know, yeah. from a while back. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do more of that. It, it might be a different format and they might be a little longer, but uh, that was like a test, a beta test, and and I got good feedback on it. So good things. Anyway, um, uh, so. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this. It's not only my birthday, but I happen to be my mom's favorite son. She has Aww. three. She has three. But she sends me pick these these uh, gifts and, and JPEGs and images from Facebook all the time Aww. in my messenger saying stuff like, God's gift, best gift is is the best son in the world and, and just different <laughs> things like that. Like the best gift of all was the one he gave me when he gave me you, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, is this just me? Am I the only one getting these? And so I texted my brother and I'm like, I'm like David, let me ask you a question. <laughs> like, I'm like, what in the world is going on? Are you getting these two or am I truly... Is she playing me? Or am I her favorite son? Or are we all the favorite sons? He says, well, I don't know about Jonathan. He says, but here's the crap I get from my mom. Let me pull it up real quick. He says, I don't know. I'll have to check. I've turned off notifications for her. So he, <laughs> he still gets the messages. He's just turned them off, right? 
So let me go back and check. So he says, let me check. And he forwards one and it says, people who confuse the word burrow and burrow don't know their beep from a hole in the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Burrow, B-U-R-R-O, like burrowing into the ground and burrow as in donkey don't know their butt from a hole in the ground. And um, that's the stuff she sends him. And I'm like, so no favorite son stuff, huh? He says, yeah, that's the crap I get. No favorite son lies for me. And I says, well, I'm going to go get my favorite son shirt, T-shirt printed. And he says, you're being (laughs) lied to. I said, no, no, it's great. The perks of being the favorite son are uncountable. Yeah. Well, you can count them. They're all in your messenger inbox. They're they're uncountable because there are no benefits is the thing. (laughs) Um, So then he sends me another one that she sent him. When the devil is chasing me down, but my mama prayed for a hedge of protection. And then this dog runs into a hedge and that's the joke. (laughs) And then I sent, so then I sent him the one my mom sent me recently and it says, awesome. That's what it says. Awesome. Share if you have an awesome son. And he goes, oh, the lies have started again. I said, I'm sorry. I have to, I had to share because I have an awesome son too. And I had to share. I never share Facebook stuff ever, but (laughs) it is very uncanny that today of all days on my birthday, my mother texted me uh, through messenger, happy birthday to my favorite firstborn son. Love you, mom. So she qualified it with firstborn. So I'm wondering if the message hasn't gotten back to her somehow through my brother. Maybe he (laughs) confronted her and said, so I'm the one here living in your same city, helping you with your chores and your tasks and taking care of you and paying your bills or whatever he does for her. And you're over here on the side making James the favorite. (laughs) James. I am the favorite son. So you, I think it confirms among sons. Yeah. I I think it confirms that she doesn't listen to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it wouldn't change. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it might change a little bit. So yeah, I love being mom's favorite son and David and Jonathan are not, and I haven't done anything to deserve it. (laughs) You were first born. I mean, that's mean something. Oh, that's true. That's true. All right, man, what do you got? Well, I, I have a son. Oh, I have two of them. Do you have an awesome son? Well, I should share that with you. So you'd you have should to have share shared it. it with me, and I could have shared it with others, I guess. But, well, this, this uh, is about my son. He, um, our, our good friends from Canada came and, and visited with us over the last couple of weeks, and um, his his best pal in the world is, is Spencer, his friend. And um, they're just always inseparable except for when you know their parents move to canada so anyways they came and visited and um we were driving around the other day and they're talking back there about some things and spencer says when i grow up i want to be a i want to be a a picture taker (laughs) and um and i want to be a a person who does videos and i want to be an engineer and um i thought oh those are pretty cool things yeah you could be a photographer or videographer and a engineer you do all that fun stuff and john and james says i think i think when i grow up i want to be a wedding planner (laughs) i was like 
<laughs> well, first of all, there you I, go. I was thinking, how does he even know about wedding planning? And <laughs> second of all, what makes him want to do that? So I, I said, why, why do you want to be a wedding planner? He says, well, I think I kind of have a good voice for it. (laughs) (laughs) This is James, right? This is James, my youngest. I love him. Soon to be 10. And I'm like, I am really curious what uh, what the what kind of voice do you have to have? What do you you think is involved in this job? Yeah. Yeah. So so I said, James, what do you what what does a wedding planner sound like? And he says, Oh, they just say stuff like you look just so fabulous. You are so wonderful. And he's using that voice too. Oh this God. is the best day ever. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. It was worse than you feared. It was, it was a little scary, but the funniest thing was that Spencer sitting right next to him thinking, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, let's have a chat about this wedding planning thing. And maybe that could be a side business. Yeah, the, for the you. accent is definitely optional. I mean, the job doesn't <laughs> require that, but, you know, it, 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 <laughs> he's got me. a voice for being a wedding planner. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't either. For the first time in my life, I don't either. <laughs> I hope he's planning his own wedding one day. <laughs> Not a bunch of other people. Oh gosh, man, he's got a great voice for it. That's that's he's amazing. got a voice for wedding planning. Just, I just think you're just looking fabulous there. You look so fabulous. <laughs> Your son <laughs> is such a trip and a half. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he trips me. Both of them do. He I, needs to come stay with me. For for like <laughs> three weeks and and just I just want to experience his life and and oh, his man. his 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 thoughts and stuff. So yeah, and you can have Jay because Jay's just okay. a bump on a log. So you can just have him. Trade. He'll he'll just stick his nose in his device and and that'll be it. Um. Hey, uh, I don't have any sound effects for this, so I'll just play this. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> okay. We're, we promised we'd do a giveaway last week for the person that could tell us why in the world one of the ladies in our story had a rodent in her bra. Do you remember that? Yes. yes. Yeah, mom of boys sent in a... Uh, a, a quick recap. It was a story of her and her friend at Target, and a, an old lady comes up with a catheter bag strapped to her leg in full view, and and she opens up her bra and and just enough to show that there are rodents or rodent in there. And we ended up mm. calling them bra badgers, thanks to John's alliteration. <laughs> Um, and we said, if somebody can write in and tell us why in the world on top of a pile of donuts would somebody have rodents in their bra, then we would give them a $20 Steam gift card. So we had three people that, that sent in entries, and I want to read those through real quick, and then we'll tell you what we're going to do with it. This one's called Target Lady. It's from Liam. Once upon a time, there was this lady who worked at Target. She lived in a quaint little candlelit house and loved bats. One evening, Mm. yeah, he's going for the throwbacks here. One evening, she wanted to have some iced tea. For some particular reason, she wanted it from Panera Bread. 
And after she had purchased said iced tea, she noticed there was a strange container next to the soda machines. Upon closer inspection, she found there was a label on the container that said lemons, lemons. But then she looked inside and she found a baby rat. This lady (laughs) knew the rat was special, so she tossed him in her bra and left the Panera Bread behind. When she got home, she decided to take a quick 30-minute bat nap with, with her new pal. When she awoke... She remembered that nice man with the bat shirt she met at Target recently, and she wanted to show off her new pet to him, so she left for Target. I don't want to meet your bra pet. I just want to let everybody know that. (laughs) Bra pet. (laughs) Your little bra buddy there. I don't want that. So (laughs) when she, she rushed over to Target, and she sees these two ladies with Starbucks near the front of the store. She said hi to them and then searched the store for the nice man, which is me. Uh, she spent a couple of minutes looking, but alas, the man was nowhere to be seen. As soon as she was about to leave the store, she saw the two ladies again and decided to show her new best friend to them instead. The end. Thanks for reading, Liam. Okay, so that's <laughs> entry number one. Keep that one locked in your databanks, folks. This one's called Bra Badger Backstory. And it's sent to us by Samantha. Samantha says, I would like to give a bit of backstory for the bra badger lady. It turns out this lady was a fan of that story show. She was sitting at home listening to old episodes and she came across a story of a sweater puppy. You may remember you once read a story about a lady in line at Target who had a puppy in her sweater because she did not want to leave it in the car and the cashier gave a quizzical look when she noticed he noticed her chest was wiggling. So she showed him the puppy and he petted it. And then she had to show the puppy to everyone else in line so they would understand why the cashier was petting her chest. Yes, I do remember that story. And it was hilarious. So I remember it now. <laughs> so this little lady wanted to recreate that story, but she didn't have a puppy. So out she went to the yard in search of a small animal. After much searching, she finally discovered a baby rodent that seemed to have been abandoned by its mother. By the time it was quite late in the day, but the target was still open, so she stuffed the critter in her bra and headed to the store. And when she got there, there were not many people around to which she might show her new bra buddy. But she finally spotted a couple of ladies near the bargain bins. And that's where she met mom of boys. And that, my friend, is the rest of the story. Love, Samantha in Louisiana. P.S. I have no use for a Steam gift card, but I could use another coaster. P.P.S. I worked at a fried chicken place when I was in high school and was paid many times with sweat-soaked cash re- mm. retrieved from bras. P-P-P-S. My mother had a mastectomy due to breast cancer many years ago, and since she's and since then, she's always used the empty bra cup to carry her phone and wallet. She no longer needs a purse. How's that for making the best of things? God bless y'all, Samantha. So there we All go. Right. You get You get some optimism and hope right in there at yeah. the end. Yeah. Can make the best of any situation. Our last one is uh, actually sent in by uh, uh, someone claiming to be Janice, but I know his name is Lucas, so enjoy this. Hello, my name is Janice, and and I was calling in to tell, uh, explain myself why uh, about a story that I heard about myself last week on your program here. Okay, so 
I was uh, listening and I hear this story about this lady in the Target store who got the catheter in the little critter in Brazil. Well, I, the reason I had the catheter is because sometimes I got, I got to go to the bathroom and I just don't want to get up and go to the bathroom no more. I saw so I've been doing that for 62 years. I don't want to go to the bathroom no more. So what I do is I went to the doctor and I said, hey, I need I needed something like a catheter. And he's like, well, we can do that. So he gave me a catheter. It's great. I don't have to go to the bathroom all the time anymore. Only when I do the other thing. You know what I mean? When I go and when I, you know, I think that other fella knows though. I mean, he likes to talk about all that stuff all the time. So then there's that. Okay, so the, the, the little critter in my Brazil there, my, my, the critter, I went to the park one day and I was feeding all the birdies. And all the birdies were coming up and they were eating all the little niblets of bread that's thrown down there on the ground. And so they come up. Well, this little cute little critter come running up and he, he like, he like all that little food too. And I thought, well, he's so cute. I want to take him on home, but I don't have anything to put him in. So I thought, well, I just stuff him in my raw Z here there. And so it's really nice though because he, I don't have to feed him anything. He, he, he feeds himself. What he does is he goes around and he, and he, Eat all my skin tags, ah. so I ain't got it. So I ain't got feed them, and now I got the, I got pretty skin again. I haven't had pretty skin in thirty years because I'm an old lady, you know. And so I thought, well, so then, I did, I'm gonna keep him then. Okay, I'm gonna keep him right here, my bros. It well, it's kind of sad though because uh, he's not alive no more. He done gone hip. He uh, see what happened was is that one day he's crawling around, and when he's crawling around, he got his head stuck in my bra strap, and so he sat there too long and couldn't get no air, and so then I did. I didn't know for a couple of days though, cause you know I, oh. I hadn't taken a bath yet, and then I, I started to stink real bad. I thought I better take a bath, and that's so when I found him. He's in there, in that poor little critter. I don't, I don't know what the last thing went to his mind was. Uh, but anyway, I know he was full on the skin takes. Uh, so that's my story though, and. Uh, and so if you have any more questions then you feel free to ask but I love all your stories they're so funny and I like that one cute fella he's, he's got all them voices and I like all them voices they're so cute I like to meet him and maybe give him a little kiss on the cheek or something okay so you have a good day now alright you know bye bye I think what we were just listening to was Jojo's mom it's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I could think the entire time it's like if Jojo had a mother that's exactly what she would sound like so Jojo and Janice oh my goodness oh that was it was creative interestingly put <laughs> she just went on and on no she wouldn't shut up yeah it was long um so those are your three uh entries to the giveaway and so we're gonna extend this one more week by asking you the uh viewers to submit your votes on what you thought was the best uh explanation of why this woman had a rodent in her brazier um you can send those votes uh via twitter at in a, at that story show rather uh instagram at that story show uh facebook um yeah and and just I'm tag it let's set up a poll let's for do that one. yeah yeah we'll put a poll on in the facebook group and you can join the facebook group and all that kind of stuff but uh make sure you hashtag it uh uh <laughs> uh bra buddy okay just hashtag bra buddy, bra buddy. yeah and that way we'll know we can look for it and we can find it. And whatever you guys say, that's who will win the $20 gift card for next week. Uh, so now let's do some featured stories. My bad.
have a new segment for this week. Ooh. I forgot about it. Okay, so um, now it's time for us to do our new segment. That's right. When you hear that sound, it's time for the human lie detector. Uh-oh. Yeah, a little spinoff of a thing we used to do called Would I Lie to You? The human lie detector. Each week, one of us will take turns telling a lie or a truth you don't know. And the other person, with the help of the audience out there playing along silently, will try to determine whether... That is a lie or the truth, and we'll see how good of a liar somebody is and how good of a detector the other person is. This week, John, you are the human lie detector. Aha! So you will have a chance to ask me up to three questions after I tell you my fact or fiction, and then you will have to determine whether you think it's a lie or truth, and I will reveal the truth. Okay. All right. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Bring it on. All right. In high school, I was walking down the hallway one day, very crowded, and a very attractive girl came up to me and said, I've been dared to kiss you. And she kissed me full in the mouth, no tongue. It was more of a Hollywood kiss. And she turned around laughing to her friends that were like three lockers down. And I was just standing there amazed. Yeah. Am I telling the truth (laughs) or am I telling a lie? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I knew you in high school. So ask me the three questions. You might as well. Okay. I got. Okay. Uh, Was she. What color was her hair? Her hair was brown. Brown. Okay. Uh was this at was this at Camden County High School? Yes. Okay. And um what time of day was it? After lunch. Uh, and, after lunch. Yeah, and I I should have added that it made me feel really it wasn't a good thing. It was like embarrassing and like they had dared her uh cuz I was not in their minds, an attractive guy. So, well, that's baloney. So it wasn't like they dared guy. her. You are an attractive guy. Because, yeah, I hate it. Well, you know how I hate pushy girls anyway. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I already asked my three questions, but. Uh, well, I'll give you a bonus if you need one. But yeah, it's time. It's time for you to determine. What do you folks think at home? Is it a lie? Hmm. Is it a truth? Did it happen? It's a lie or a truth? Or did, did it, it happen? Or did it not? Or was this one of James's fantasies that he wished happened? Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I would not <laughs> wish that on anybody. But anyway, it, it's it's like anything. Like in the movies, my friend was talking about it. He's like he he got flashed at a football game one time on accident. She was flashing somebody else, and he's like, it was so disappointing. <laughs> it was not it was not what the movies make it look like, you know. Oh. So uh, I would say yeah, that the, the same the same effect or the same thing goes into this. It was it was not fun. I I, mm, I think I have my decision. How do what do you think the 
I think I feel the collective uh, universe of, of that story show listeners, you know, collaborating here. And I think we all agree that this, this is an unfortunate truth, an unfortunate truth. So you believe you're saying that I was forcibly kissed in the hallway at Camden County high school against my will and made fun of, I'm sorry, you're a terrible human lie detector. It was an absolute lie. Never happened. Never did. And and it would have been a dream come true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To get randomly kissed by a girl. Are you kidding? I would have been like on cloud nine for 15 years. I wouldn't even care. Unless it had been some. She had bad breath. Unless it had been some redneck nasty girl, you know, like, like in my story about that's I that would have been you don't know nothing about that would <laughs> that would have been that would have been my luck is i i just had this big sloppy pimply faced girl come up to me and just be like i've been dared to smooch on you yeah <sighs> just no 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 Thank you. No, I you see I could I could see that happening at Camden County. Yeah. Camden it, High, it, but. It's believable, but uh never happened. Or mm, nor okay. to anyone that I know of. So uh see, you, I had a feeling I would have heard that before if that were true, but I, I wanted to You I didn't want to call me a liar. It. Yeah. You're a good man. But uh, next week okay. it's your turn. So you got all week to either think of something that is fantastically true or Something that uh, that is a bald faced lie that or sounds dismally false. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and just one more time, I I want to play our uh, our new theme song for the Hitman. See see the scratching pen. It's like a lie detector. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Made that today. That, All right, it, nice. it's time for featured stories. Yahoo! Let me tell y'all a story. All right, John, you can start us off today. Oh, goody! I, I, I'm excited about, I'm excited about this because, um, I am. This is this comes to us from Drew Gertz, and uh, this is the unexpected shower. Mm. I've been a garbage man for 15 years. I want to just say first of all how cool it is that we have a garbage man that listens to our that is cool uh, our show Staying because cool. I. I think that, you know, they've got, they probably get blamed for all sorts of stuff and, 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 you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. Like clean streets and, and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Get blamed for keeping our city sanitary. Yeah. But they, they probably like, oh, here comes garbage, man. Or, you know, like whenever they put up with a lot of crap, people look down at them. That's exactly what I was trying to articulate. Thank you for. I don't, and you don't, obviously, but I I see the value because I worked as a pastor for years and years, and my favorite two people at the church, or I say should say positions because there were multiples of each, uh, was the sound man or woman and the the janitorial and maintenance staff because they had the most important jobs in the entire building. And uh, yes. so hats off to our garbage men. Yes, yes. Can you imagine where we'd be without them? But anyways, Drew, thank you so much for your service for 15 years now. 
And um, we are going to read your story. So he says, in that time of 15 years, there have been many dirty, disgusting things that have happened to me. I'd imagine. I've got to imagine. And I would love to hear some of those stories as long as they're not too (laughs) dirty or disgusting. Uh, But for me, this story is the worst. I worked with a man who was in his mid-50s, somewhat disabled and pretty fat. Let's call him Richard. Hi, Richard. How you doing? Hey, Richard. Richard was notorious for smelling awful, even on the nicest of days. But this day was not the nicest of days. It was a blazing hot day that made us sweat more than usual. To combat sweat getting into Richard's eyes, he'd put a headband that had a literal sponge attached to it for the sole purpose of absorbing the sweat from his brow. A literal sponge. <laughs> That's a lot of that's, sweat. That's, that's gross. A headband with a sponge. That uh, <laughs> That's amazing to me. I can see Richard sitting in the the cab of this vehicle uh with the sponge headband on there. And if we were if this was written by a middle schooler by the way, that's where the story would end. Right there. That would be the end of it. <laughs> and it would have been a pretty good one. But thankfully, <laughs> it ended with Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as the day went on, Richard needed a break, so he went and sat in the cab of the truck while I continued to work outside. Riding on the back of the truck can be a fun experience, and I got to be honest, every time I see the garbage man coming through my neighborhood, that looks like the funnest part is to be on the back. Yeah. That's where I, yeah. They'd have to do all the heavy lifting and stuff, but that's, yeah. Um, So on a... Uh, on a hot day, one could take advantage of the nice breeze as you're traveling down the road. Um, perhaps there's a friendly person out watering their uh, flower garden, and they turn the hose loose on you in an effort to help cool you down. But this was my, my experience this day. As I went down the road doing my best to take advantage of the nice cool breeze while riding on the back of this truck, I did feel some water drops on my face. However, They were not coolly refreshing. They were warm. Uh Actually, they were nearly hot. Uh I looked around for the source but saw no one in sight until I looked ahead of me. Richard was wringing out his spongy headband outside the passenger window. Every drop of his dirty, stinky, garbage-filled sweat was pelting me in the face. It even got in my mouth! (laughs) Hold on. I can't get the... I don't want to be alive anymore! I, I, when you're working outside and you get your own sweat just runs down into your mouth, it, that's gross enough. But somebody else's. <laughs> oh, God. <coughs> ah. uh, okay. Just take a second. Drew continues on. Like oh. any normal person would do, I gagged. Yes, I And then gagging. I ran up to his window. And I yelled at him for not understanding the laws of physics and the consequences of him wringing out his nasty, stinky, sweaty headband out the window. Uh, To this day, there are only two stories that make me gag every time I tell them. The time I ate maggots in my hot chocolate, as heard on the Red School Bus, and this one. Mm. Thanks for reading, Drew Gertz. (sighs) We're going to need a brief break. I think I need to go get some more water because I... <laughs> I just needed my I, stomach to reset, you know? It's like, right now, every time I talk, I feel like I'm holding back something. Oh, 
Now, I just want to thank you, James, for letting me read that because in my ability to focus on reading it, I was able to kind of block out some of the disgustingness Isn't that of it. Weird the way that is that that's possible. Oh, I I appreciate it. Oh. I appreciate it. I, I should have been the one reading that one because <laughs> I still, I'm still not feeling great. We did take a few seconds of a break there and uh, I feel a lot better. I'm going to read uh, a story called uh, wrecked revival from anonymous wife. Here we go. My husband has been a worship pastor in Texas for the past seven years. You know, worship pastors are looked down on. I think they take a lot of crap, but I just want to say here, yeah. At, uh, at, at that story show, we give them props. You know, some people say that they're pompous and they're self-centered and they only pick music that they like. Um, but I don't think so. I think they're good people. I think they can be good people anyway. I mean, there's got to be at least one good one out there. So anyway, we support you all. Uh, but we both had a hard time finding a job of any kind right after graduating college. Our plan was to, one, graduate college, two, get married, and three, we would he would attend seminary while working. Since we couldn't find any jobs we were where we were living, we decided to just apply for a job literally anywhere in the United States. So we get an email from the church in Louisiana that said they're interested. Uh, that's your first that's your first mistake right there. What? No, Louisiana's great. Is it? It's hot. Okay. I I don't know. I've really never really been. Okay. So you're just trying to be nice. I'm saying- I'm just being nice. I'm just saying, I think it's (laughs) it's very Southern-y though. And- and They got cool accents down there in Louisiana. Yeah. So they weren't um, the denomination that either of us grew up in, but we thought, hey, it's close enough. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. So close enough. (laughs) I was so excited at the idea of living in a different state. I was even more excited that he wouldn't be homeless. We wouldn't be homeless and uh, might actually have jobs. So the pastor tells us the church wouldn't be able to pay much, but they have a parsonage and the elementary school is within walking distance. My degree is in elementary education. So they were having a revival at the time and invited us to help lead it and maybe see if we would be a good fit for the church. So the week was interesting. We got there in the middle of a sermon that was about whether or not women should wear pants. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, your, it's your first warning right there. So it's close enough. We also discovered they were also in they also invited another perspective music ministry to be there at the same exact time. Oh boy. Uh, I see where this is going. So we take a tour of the church, and when we found out the truth about the parsonage, it turned out that it was just a classroom located in the church. It oh, did not have a lock. It did, however, have a crib. Our shower would be right next to the sanctuary, and the youth pastor would be our next room neighbor. Next door, oh, wow. next room. The pastor's house was right next to the church. So that was the real parsonage. <laughs> just, yeah, they're yeah. using that word very loosely. Uh, the mm. revival was two hours twice a day with what? with fellowships in between. I know, man, that's too much church. Okay. I don't care that's who you interesting. are. Interesting. Jesus would be like, "We need to take a break, go to Chick Fil A or something." <laughs> anyway. It's time to go back to the wilderness for forty five days. <laughs> yeah, take care. put somebody row me out in a boat for a bit. Okay, you know, I need to get away. 
I, mm. I tried so hard, but I had a really hard time understanding some of their accents. I usually based my response on my husband's because he had an easier time understanding them. There was one man who sounded exactly like Farmer Fran from Waterboy. I knew you'd do it. I knew it. <laughs> so great. <laughs> my husband Sorry. later told me that Farmer Fran was one, legally blind, two, had an outdoor bath, and three was trying to shoot an op- opossum under his bathroom. So, oh. uh, we, needed wow. a, we needed a break at some point because there was a lot of interaction, and I was feeling drained. So we went to our room, not the parsonage, a different classroom, and was watching a show on Netflix. The pastor comes to our room and knocks, and because I'm a great, I'm 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 great under pressure. I yell "Whoops!" as in a response to the knock. So now the pastor thinks that we snuck off to be newlyweds to do <laughs> newlywed things. My husband went to the door quickly and tried to explain, but there was no recovering from that. We didn't make it the whole week. <laughs> I don't know how you made it in an hour, but it Close was enough. <laughs> it was clear this was not a fit for us. They were a sweet group of people and made amazing food. I bet they did. But oh yeah. But I don't think it would have been a good fit for either of us. I appreciate this entertaining podcast. My husband and I listen every Monday night for Game Night Anonymous Aww. Wife. Thank you so much for listening and thanks for that great story. Yes, Anonymous. And I hope that Nephon Frank got the possum on his bed. Go eat that thing. Yeah. Yuck. Wow. Just yuck. I, I I ain't I just have a thing about churches that are just just off their head, you know? Just just they're just it just scares <laughs> it was close me. Close enough. Oh. <laughs> I wonder what denomination it was to be close enough. I know. <laughs> In Louisiana. Like like, you know, the snakes are coming out next week, you know. I don't yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or the possums. I mean, I, I love Jesus. I love God. And I'm a church goer myself. But um, there, there is an extreme uh, level of church out there that I just can't can't stomach. And uh, Extreme church. That's, it's an extreme sport. That sounded like it right there. Yeah. There's, it just, if you're arguing over whether women should wear pants, um, mm. you're in a different time zone. And I don't mean... Eastern, Western, Pacific, or Central. I mean, a decade or two. So anyway, mm. read us a story, John. I, I hope that they found, uh, I hope that they found, I will do that, uh, but I hope that they found jobs. And I'm assuming that this was a while back, so. Yeah, uh, I hope I hope they survived. Maybe they wrote this <laughs> on the way to the airport and never made it. You never know. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> You're going to stay oh, in our parsonage whether you like it or not, lady. So, Hey, does she have pants in that there backpack? Because if she does, we're going to have to... I don't know. have to seize them. <laughs> seize them, that's right. That's right. Well, this is, uh, this is Smack Attack, and it comes to us from Parker from Ontario, Canada. Hi, Parker. Hi, Parker. Hi, James and John. My name is Parker. Hey, Parker. Parker. I'm John. I'm James. I'm from... I'm from Oakville, Ontario, and I got a story for you. I, I'll stop. I'm not a Canadian. I don't want to get hate mail from Canadians, even though they probably wouldn't write any. No, they about wouldn't. About how terrible my Canadian accent is. It happened a couple years ago when I was about seven. Me and my family went to my grandparents. A couple years ago? 
This is being written by a 10-year-old? I guess so. Okay. Uh, Me and my family went to my grandparents, and we had an amazing first half of the day. Then we sat down for a really good supper, and after that, my grandma and my mom sat down to talk. About half an hour, my grandma said she was going to give me a big smack. Not like a smack, but as in a kiss. But you see, my seven-year-old brain didn't know what a smack was. So I said I was going to give her a smack. And I was a pretty big and strong boy. So I slapped my grandma as hard as I could across the face. (laughs) You're a mean Canadian. (laughs) So my mother sat there in shock and tried to explain what a smack was. They still won't let me forget about this little misunderstanding. Little. Grandma has a broken jaw now. and uh, (laughs) She's got it wired shut. Keep up the good work. We love the show. Parker from Ontario, Canada. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I could understand how that would be confusing. Carrie Wright in the chat room says she could write you some Canadian hate mail if you want. Oh, sorry, Carrie. I, <laughs> well, she's in Toronto. I don't see Ontario's in Toronto too, right? I, I mean, Toronto's know. in Ontario. I don't know. I don't know. All oh. I know is, man, grandma did not get what she thought she was going to get out of that one. No way. Yeah. Whack. Right across the face. I never hit my grandma. I would just, just want to come out clean and say it. Never, yep. never I never, I never would do that. Never. Even if my grandma spanked me or on sp- Christmas morning. Even if I thought I she, she was going to beat me in the face as a smack, I, I would have just let her. Because I'd have been like, I must deserve it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this one is called Slushy Surprise. Oh, boy. This is Dan Lewis, and I have a story for you that you are not going to want to (laughs) hear. Seriously. You guys are going to not like this. I love that. That's honesty. Uh, So this is the payback for the first story that I read. I suppose so. Way, way back when I was about eight or nine years old, I had a glass bottle of Pepsi. Back when glass bottles weren't as rare as they are now, it was lukewarm, and I wanted it to be cooled down, so I thought I'd stick it in the freezer for a little while so it'd get cold quickly. Well... Yeah. I left it in a little too long, and that Pepsi froze. I took the bottle out of the freezer and set it on the counter, and as I set it down, the bottom of the bottle broke right off. Ooh. So I threw away all the broken glass, and the only thing left was some Pepsi slush on the counter. I thought to myself, better not let this go to waste. So I put my face down on the counter and started slurping up the Pepsi slush. After a few seconds, I started to feel a strange sensation, a painful sensation. Uh See, what I didn't realize is I was an idiot, and I did not throw away all the broken glass, and a lot of tiny shards had broken in many people, (laughs) and they were all in my mouth. Many of the shards were dangling from the roof of my mouth, very much Uh. like a colony of bats inside of a cave. Stop it. I don't remember how I got the glass out of my mouth. I think it's a memory that I've permanently (laughs) blocked from my mind, probably because it was very much like a horror movie scene, but in real life. I don't think I've ever told the story to anyone before. So you guys have the privilege of being the first ones to hear it in 30 plus years. I hope you enjoyed this one because I sure didn't. Dan Lewis, Williamsport, uh-uh. Pennsylvania. No, we didn't. We did not appreciate this story. Right the top of my mouth is numb. I know. I just just imagine the slurpage and and just oh. feeling tiny stings like little ninjas throwing shurikens into your yeah. throat. I don't know. 
And at first you think, oh, that's just the coldness reacting to my mouth. And then you realize the searing pain and the Slurpee's starting to taste like blood now. Ah! All right. So um, that reminds me, though, my my son, my wife, my my wife and my son had gone to the grocery store. And uh, upon bringing the groceries in, my son dropped a jar of pickles that my wife had um, purchased. And uh, the the chunks were really big, so I, I it was just the top, you know. So I pulled them out, and my wife's like, "I should throw these out." I said, "No, they, you know, they seem fine. The, the big chunks of glass, it was no big deal, whatever." So she kept them and put them in a, you know, a, a container, sealed container. Uh-huh. And uh, she had one the other day, and Uh-oh. she's like, "James, um, I bit into one of those pickles, and now I have a piece of glass in my lip." <sighs> Ah, and it wasn't, I kid you not, just last night we were at our double sink, you mm-hmm. know, flossing and all this. And she's like, ow, I still think I have that stupid splinter in my lip and I feel terrible. And and it, I just want to do a public service announcement for everybody is uh, when in doubt, throw it out. Okay. Don't keep pickles. Or anything that's been glassified. It's just not a good idea. Uh, Well, that is all the time we have for today, guys and gals. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Love it. I love doing a podcast. It's always a great feeling. If we use your story, then we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. If you have a funny story, maybe you have a funny story about, uh, I don't know, bra rats. Uh, Maybe you have a funny story about uh, getting glass in your mouth. (laughs) Maybe you have a funny story about smacking your grandma. Whatever it is, you can email these things, email or audio. You can send them to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Instagram is at thatstoryshow. Uh, you want to follow us there because we're doing cool stuff all week. Uh, review us on Apple uh, Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And if you like the show, check out Red School Bus at Red School Bus. I'm sorry, rsbcast.com. Uh, thanks to our patrons for, for their support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Janu Streisback, and Carrie Wright. Become a patron today at patreon.com slash that story show. Um, we recently have started playtesting a new Minecraft server for folks who give $4 a month or more. So if you want to get involved and get on our server, then uh, head over to patreon.com slash that story show and sign up. And remember, when uh, something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed. Just think that belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, this is Jeremy, the spider pan of Neverland to Disney and beyond at NeverlandPodcast.com. And hey, happy birthday, James. You're officially old now, which I can't say much because I'm not that far behind you and my knees are giving out. So I totally understand old age. But hey, you know what? Happy birthday. You're always going to be older than me. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> nice. Okay, we forgot something. Uh, John wants to do a theme show based on uh, back to school. So if you have any school stories, especially ones that uh, have to do with you going back to school, since it's that season, uh, we're going to give you two weeks to get those in. 
So we're talking about August the 22nd. That is the deadline. And and honestly, the 21st, if you want to be real, because that's when I put the show together. Uh, you've got two weeks from now to send in your stories. Maybe your story hasn't yeah. happened yet, but that's why we want to give you two weeks. You're heading back to school, college, whatever. You could be a teacher, a student, a mom or a dad, uh, kids that climb on rocks, whatever. And uh, we, <laughs> we'd, we'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to do a theme show. John says he's got a couple of uh, stories that he could tell. Yeah. I can't think of a, a single one uh, back-to-school story that I'd, I'd have, but I'm going to think of mine, too. And uh, maybe I'll get one from my kids, because they're both starting brand-new schools. So I'm sure there'll be something that I can glean from that experience. So uh, anyway, we just want to let you know that. Thanks. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.